Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about our last episode of the Wife Talk series. I pray that you guys enjoyed this series. I really enjoyed it. I really felt like God really spoke through me and just gave us a lot of insight when it comes to relationships and marriage and dating and just wholeness and the perks of single seasons. So if you haven't listened to all the episodes, go back and catch up on all the episodes of the Wife Talk series for the month of February for Love Month. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you guys that the private polish party is less than a month away. There's only one more party for two ticket. A party for two ticket is a ticket where you get two tickets for the price of one. There's only one more. So head over to thechristianbay.com and grab a friend and grab your ticket. Or you can still get the VIP tickets before they're all sold out. I'm so excited for this event. I'm so excited to meet so many of you guys. You DM me and let me know that you'll be there. Seats are limited. So once the tickets are sold out, I will not be adding any more. So if you are in the Miami, Broward, Hollywood, Deerfield Beach area, head over to Eventbrite and type in the Private Polished Party or go to my website, thechristianbay.com, and secure your seat for March 15th. If you would like to sponsor a ticket or sponsor half of a ticket for someone or just plant a seed into my ministry, you can DM me on Instagram at thechristianbay underscore or send it to Cash App, The Christian Bay. Um, thank you to everyone who has sponsored or who has donated and planted seeds in the ministry so far. I appreciate you guys so much. And I thank you guys who donate and plant seeds of your time by listening to this podcast. I truly, truly appreciate it so much. Now, grab your journals and grab your Bibles because we're coming from the book of Luke. And I'm going to be talking about Luke chapter 6 verses 1 through 10. In this chapter, its subtitle is Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. And Sabbath is a special day where you're not supposed to work. That was the law. And it talks about two different occasions where Jesus was caught working on the Sabbath. And he asked the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, is it better for me not to work and just leave my people hungry? Is it better for me not to work and save a life instead of saving a life? Is it better for me to do good or to do evil? Which one is more important to you? That's what he was asking them about their Sabbath because the work that he was doing, it was good works. It was feeding people. It was healing people. And you guys are telling me that it's an issue just because I'm doing it on a day that your law says I should not be working. So is it better to do bad opposed to doing good on every day? So after I read that, um, as you guys know, this is the Wife Talk series. So it's centered around relationships and love and marriage. And I'm just like, okay, God, so let me know how you want me to tie this into the series. And what God told me was that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, but he's also Lord of love. 
So if we understand that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath and we know that he's Lord of the love, we can use the Sabbath examples as a blueprint to follow when it comes to love. There were two situations in this in this section, in this book of the Bible where Jesus was doing things on the Sabbath that didn't align with the rules that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law had set in place and that they were enforcing. So when it comes to love, when it comes to marriage, there will be some rules that Jesus, that God caused us to go against because he is Lord of love. So the first thing that God talked to me about or pointed out to me was that if you want to do love God's way, if you want to do love the way that God created it to be loved, you have to be okay with looking crazy. You have to want crazy love because Jesus, he looked crazy working on the Sabbath because everybody was following the rules, but God had more planned for him. God wanted him to produce more. God wanted him to do more. So with that being said, he had to be okay with looking different from the norm. And that same thing applies to love. Jesus died on the cross for our sin. That's crazy love that goes against the norm. Who's out here dying for love? Who's out here voluntarily taking beatings for love? Nobody. He's the perfect example of crazy love. So if you want a love, if you want a relationship, if you want a marriage that reflects God, you have to be okay with being in crazy love, with being a crazy couple. Because the thing about God and the thing about marriage is that marriage is ministry. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. Marriage is ministry. And I would even say that it's God's favorite ministry. It's God's first ministry because marriage is a perfect example. As I said in one of my last episodes, it reflects God in the church. That's the model that we're supposed to follow for marriage is God and his bride and his bride is the church. So when you understand that Jesus is Lord of love and you understand that that's parallel to the Sabbath and how he had to look crazy and do good on the Sabbath and you're going to have to look crazy and do good in love, not cheat back, not hit back, not throw things back, not break things back, but look crazy in a calm way, look crazy in a good way, do good to those even though they hurt you, do good to the one that took advantage of you, do good by leaving, but still do good by not reflecting back or putting back that negative energy, giving that same energy, do good in that way that you're able to turn the other cheek, that you're still able to pray for that person, that you're still able to wish good on that person while still knowing your worth. You're going to have to look crazy because there will be people in this world who follow the Sabbath. They follow the rules. They follow the law. And if you cheat on me, I must cheat on you. And if you hit me, I must hit you. And if you, if you break my stuff, I must break your stuff. And I have to play tick for tack and I have to do an eye for an I and that's the law that's what we've been taught should be done but when you understand that Jesus is Lord of love and Lord of the Sabbath you know that the way that you operate in love is going to seem crazy to people who choose to follow the law of this world while I was reading Luke 6 and verse Seven, it says the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal 
on the Sabbath this, to see if he would do a good deed on a Sabbath. They were looking for a reason to accuse. Accusing somebody is usually you accusing them of something bad, but he's doing good and they're trying to accuse him of that because of the law. And what you have to realize is that when you take the perspective of Jesus being Lord of love and you try to operate out of that perspective, there will be Pharisees and teachers of the law looking for reasons to accuse you. There will be friends telling you, girl, you crazy. You need to get that nigga back. Girl, you crazy. You need to cheat back. Girl, you're crazy. You need to bleach his stuff. Girl, you're crazy. You need to go hit him. Girl, you're crazy. You need to break his phone. Telling you reasons why you should condone in the rules of the law. Telling you reasons why you should act out of character and in a way that does not align with what God has called you to do or who God has called you to be. There will be people watching you when you act like Christ. You will have eyes on you and the eyes will look at you crazy which is why I say crazy love they will look at you crazy when you operate in a way that's outside of their norm they were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath they're watching you closely to see if your relationship will fail because you're talking about this God this God stuff they're watching you closely to see if you'll break your celibacy they're watching you closely to see how long you're going to be abstinent they're watching you closely to accuse you of lying to accuse you of not sticking to your word that you said that God placed in your heart. They are watching you closely, looking for a reason to make you look like a fool for stepping out and being a reflection of Christ. They're watching you closely. But what I talked about on my Instagram live last night, if you follow me at the Christian bait underscore, I talked about how when you have Pharisees and teachers of the law and negative people that watch you closely and try to plot on you and think of you or see you in a negative light, God also uses you to heal the hearts of those people. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were plotting against Jesus because he was healing people. But what we did not know just by reading it with a plain eye, what you don't realize is that every time Jesus healed somebody, he was also healing the heart of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. They could act like they didn't see those miracles but they saw those miracles they saw the healing they saw the paralyzed man get up and carry his mat they saw this man with the crippled hand reach out his hand and it be made brand new every time they experienced jesus healing somebody a piece of their heart was healed as well so you have to understand when people are watching you and acting like they're praying on their downfall on your downfall god is still depositing seeds of hope within them if she could be abstinent and now have a husband i could be abstinent if she could strongly follow this celibacy route i can follow this celibacy right why, why can she do it and i not if she can turn the other cheek and end up with a man like sierra's husband why can't i turn the other cheek and end up with a man like sierra's husband if she can say sierra's prayer and it comes to pass i can say sierra's prayer and come to pass even when people talk negatively or show a negative side, they are still receiving good seeds from God just by being in your presence, just by seeing what you're standing on and seeing how even though you look crazy to the world in the spiritual, you're causing shifts to happen and they're seeing the results of it just by watching you. Whether they're watching you with good or bad intent, they're still being healed in some way, shape or form through your actions. 
Now that applies not only to relationships and marriage, that applies to every aspect of life, whether we're talking about your business, being in school, your purpose, being a mom. When you do things God way, God uses you as a vessel to reach people who want to be reached and people who are accidentally reached because they didn't even know they were being ministered to by them watching you so closely. So when it comes to marriage, I have three points that I wanted to talk to you guys about and I wanted you to write down in your journals. And the first point is marriage is ministry. As I said, I would say that it's God's first and favorite ministry. And when you understand that marriage is a form of ministry, you understand why it comes with so many attacks. You understand why it's not something that you can just easily get to. You don't just wake up and say, today I'm going to get married. It's a whole process because it's so powerful. Anything that's powerful comes with the process. I talked about that on Monday's episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But powerful things, purpose purposeful things, things that produce good fruit, they all require a process. And one of those things is ministry, well, marriage, which is a ministry. So if you want marriage, if you want to flourish in your marriage in God's way, you must understand that this is something that you're going to have to work towards. And if you're doing it God's way, you're going to look crazy sometimes because not only is marriage ministry, marriage breaks curses. And that's one thing that people often forget. We get so caught up in the law, in the world, and we feel like that marriage is just this big love bubble where you love me and I love you and we're a happy family with a great big hug, like Bernie land. That's what we think marriage is, not realizing that anything that God produces, he produces with a purpose. So if you're in a marriage, it's because there's some purpose connected to that union. It goes far beyond just love and googly feelings and kissing and hugging. It goes way beyond that there's a purpose there's something that God wanted to produce from you two being joined together marriage breaks curses whether it's a curse of financial being financially stuck or financially down whether it's a curse of divorce in your family whether it's a curse of never being able to be faithful and commit to one man whether it's a curse of a lack of communication whether it's a curse of fertility and nobody in your family could have kids and now your marriage just produced this miracle That's what you have to realize is that marriage breaks curses. And the third point that I just stated is marriage produces miracles through breaking those curses. It all connects together. Marriage is a ministry that breaks curses and produces miracles. I feel like the perfect way to end off this Wife Talk series is by showing the direct reflection of marriage, husband and wife, to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was Lord of the Sabbath, just like he's Lord of the love. And in order for him to flow properly in all that God called him to, he had to look crazy on the Sabbath, not once, but twice. But it was a crazy love. I'm going to heal in spite of the law. I'm going to feed you in spite of the law. I'm going to forgive you in spite of what society says. I'm going to communicate better even though society would tell me to just forget it and find a new husband. I'm going to keep trying to work on this marriage even though society says that I've forgiven you too many times. I'm going to try to keep building even though everybody in my family threw in the towel. I'm going to try to keep producing even though we failed and had five miscarriages. You have to understand that with comparing or using Jesus as a reflection of marriage, it shows you the perfect example of 
of the crazy love that God wants to produce on this earth through us. So if you're someone listening to this podcast and you're single or you're dating or you're engaged or you're married, what I want you to know is that God wants to use your union or your future union to produce crazy love on this earth. That's God's main goal is love. God is love. He's the perfect reflection of love. He's the perfect example of love, the perfect definition of love. And everything that he produces is out of love and to produce love. So with your marriage, with your relationship, I don't want you to get caught up in learning how to be a wife just for your personal feelings. I need you to understand that there's a purpose behind you being a wife. There's a purpose behind you being a girlfriend. There's a purpose behind you being single and being prepared to play in one of these roles. And the purpose all boils down to love, but not just any old normal um ordinary love it boils down to a crazy love that breaks generational curses a crazy love that activates miracles a crazy love that makes people wonder what can god do through me what can what can god do for me what can god produce in me that's the type of love that god wants to pull out of you your union your relationship and your marriage and if you want this type of love you have to understand that the only way that you can get to crazy love is by making christ-like crazy decisions by healing on the Sabbath not just once Luke Luke chapter 6 verse 1 says one Sabbath and then Luke chapter 6 verse 6 says and on another Sabbath God Jesus continuously did it over and over again I challenge you to continue to make crazy love decisions over and over again continue to forgive even though people are saying you're doing too much continue to hope for a love that reflects God's love even though people saying it ain't no good niggas in this world continue to push towards to be a better person every single day and understand that you have the power in you to produce a crazy love by making crazy Christ-like decisions because Christ is the ultimate example of love. All right, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for blessing us with another day. Father God, I want to thank you for this new love seed that you've planted inside of us, Father God. I pray that you give us the discipline, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, and the obedience to take steps and make actions that water this new seed that you've planted within us, Father God. Give us another dose of patience. Give us another dose and another level of understanding, Father God. Give us another level of compassion when it comes to others, Father God. Give us another level of boldness when it comes to doing things of the kingdom, Father God. Allow us to be a reflection, an example of you, of love, Father God, so that it may water that seed of love and produce fruits of love, Father God. Produce fruits of love that feed people love around us, Father God, because at the end of the day, all of the problems in the world, most of them can be cured with love, Father God, with us being a reflection of love. So we ask that you fill up our love tanks today, Father God, but not only fill it up, allow it to overflow. Allow it to plant seeds that continuously reproduce more and more seeds of love so that the more love we have within us, the more love we can give out, Father God. I pray for each and every person that's listening to this podcast and is standing and hoping and waiting for love, Father God, but not just an ordinary love, a crazy love like yours, Father God, that breaks generational curses and produces miracles that's never been seen before, Father God. I pray that you activate a new level of belief in every person listening to this podcast and remind them that through Christ, they can do all things, Father 
Father God, that we can do all things when we rely on your strength, Father God, when we rely on your example and the word that you've left for us to follow, Father God, we can produce crazy love by making crazy Christ-like decisions, Father God, by having crazy faith, we can produce all things, Father God. So I thank you for this love seed. I thank you for giving us this example that Jesus gave us in Luke chapter six, Father God. And I ask that you continuously give us the boldness to produce crazy results that are rooted in crazy love because we live for a crazy God that will do all things for his children, Father God. We love you and I thank you for these listeners. I pray that you protect them throughout this week, Father God. I pray that you shower them with love and I pray that you heal the places of them that they feel like have been abandoned, that they feel like nobody is thinking about, that they feel like doesn't even receive love anymore or love can't even reach it, Father God. I pray right now and I command for that wall to be broken down, Father God. I've sent back to the pits of hell, the traps of the enemy to keep anybody listening to this podcast bound in pain that blocks out love from properly flowing through them, Father God. Your word says that you can plant seeds within us, Father God, that produces things that we've never seen before. So I I pray that every person listening to this produces seeds of healing, Father God, produces seeds of breakthrough, Father God, produces seeds of abundance in the area of love, in the area of patience, Father God. We oftentimes pray for things that the physical eye can see, but we forget to pray for things that the eye cannot see. Those things are often more important, Father God. I pray that each person has a peace of mind, Father God. I rebuke the spirit of anxiety and depression, Father God. I rebuke comparison, Father God. And I ask that everybody listening to this podcast is confident in who you've called them to be and confident in the fact that you love them, but not just with an ordinary love, with a crazy love. We love you, Father God, and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. I will be back on Monday with another episode. I love you guys so much. I am working on a new collection for the Christian Bay with some new stuff for spring. And I'm so, so excited for it. I'm thinking of doing a Christian Bay sale so that I can get rid of all of the merch that I still have. The merch, the merch that I still have in stock. So be looking on the website to see what type of sale is on there. I love you guys. And I thank you for always listening and supporting the Christian Bay podcast. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.